Is that what it is? Fifteen grand your room. Well, you guys are tough. It's only. You know, with the with the strength and conditioning staff, I mean, it's really the the five week period for each individual to to get themselves ready. I mean, it's you know the conditioning component is to me is always the biggest challenge um, in in training camp. You know, especially of late because you know you have different restrictions and it's a bigger time away from your team than you you know than years ago. So, um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't say. Just totally get away from it. I mean, a lot of our players will be here, um, and they'll be working together. Um, you know, I know Dak will continue the, the throw with the with the perimeter group and so forth. So, I mean, they, they go more into the you know their their personal workouts. But there, I mean, there's a lot of work that'll be going on between uh, you know tomorrow's you know the ending of the camp tomorrow uh, for the veterans and and when we get back. You said something yesterday about. Uh, a virtual component that it made it sound like it was after the mini camp is over. Is there still a part of that kind of thing going on for for them to have as a resource between mini camp and training camp? Well, I mean, it's it's like anything that we do. Um, you know, we're we're always going to be in touch with our with our players. You know, there's there's things I'll I'll be doing with the staff over the break. I mean, it it is vacation. I, I think in normal years. Uh, my experience is you're, you know, like a coaching staff, you're able to totally get away. I mean, that's just not, that's not the case right now. Uh, there, there's, I, I just think of the climate that we, uh, that we're in, you know, going through the spring, just with the, a lot of decisions uh, from scheduling and administration, were not completed till late. Uh, especially with us still being relatively new as a staff, uh, finding out that we're going to Oxnard uh, as late as, as as we did. So I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm not 100% where I normally am at, at this time of year. So I, I just think, you, you know, it's just like anything. There's a job to do. We've got to get the job done. So uh, I know it may say vacation on the calendar, but we all, you know, we all can, we all, we all have things we need to get done before uh, we get back here on the 19th. I know in the past uh, a few weeks ago, you said something about giving the veterans a final day off. Is that not the case? What do you mean? I'm not sure what you're. Yeah, we're, we're, we can we conclude the mini camp tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Yeah, mini camp concludes tomorrow. Your rookies will have something next week. That's we'll, right. Yes, we'll. Have, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off for talk. Yes, we, we'll have rookie school next week. That'll go Monday through Friday next week. Mike, when you're considering how to use a versatile player like Tony Pollard, how do you balance what his skill set is versus where you have more and less depth on the roster? Well, I, I think I, mean, I think there's a really two different um, outlooks on on, on on any player uh, because I, I think like anything, you're always trying to create versatility uh, for for the offensive unit, defensive unit, and, and, and you know we really want to you know make make opportunities available for for playmakers, especially on special teams. I mean, it's you have someone like Tony's 
Tony's ability and talent. I mean, you know, you, you find different ways of trying to get get him to get him the football. Um, but you know, whether he lines up and plays receiver positions, um, you know, because we, I think, the reason why you're asking is because we're short receivers, you know, due to injuries. Yes, I mean that, that, that's a nice, you know, that that's a nice, you know, balance to have between the running back and receiver. But that, frankly, that was really the the outlook for for the spring was to get him. In, in more locations, uh, move him around and try to create more opportunities uh, because not only is he an, an exceptional inline player, but I mean, he's a, he's a, he's definitely a threat and a matchup issue in space. So that, that was really part of the planning. We're just, we're just seeing more of it because of the injuries to the receivers. Mike, how, how does the 17 game uh, or 17, yeah, 17 game schedule affect your training camp schedule and your in-season schedule. You got to go through it and revamp that at all with one more week. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I just think the, the nature of how training camp um, is is presented here, uh, you know, helps uh, in the climate that we're in. Um, I don't recall a training camp schedule that I've ever put together where you where you don't just have a clean seven day week between a game. I've always looked for. When you know, because you're able to control certain uh, days that a preseason game is played on, uh, I've always liked to have at least two seven-day stretches so you can, you know, get your team in a regularity, get them into a seven-day work, you know, workflow is is which is which they're accustomed to in season. Um, so, uh, and we don't have one this year. We go, we play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are our four opportunities. Uh, but with that, I, I, I guess I, I say that tongue in cheek. Uh, I'll never say thank you, but I, I guess I appreciate it because I don't think we get into a seven-game flow in the regular season until like week six. So, um, so we, we're, it, it, it is definitely, you know, preparing us for the up and down and um, that sh that you sometimes go through, you know, with the, with these, these scheduling challenges. But uh, you know, that's all part of being, you know, a, a team that has great national and worldly interests, and, and you know, we. we Love that, and it's part of the challenge. But I mean, those are the little things that I look for in getting to your answer. Now, stretch it over a 17-game season. Absolutely. I mean, so you, you watch the, because stress is additive, physical, emotional, mental stress. It's it, and I've always viewed it. It's it's additive. So uh, that's where the, the the regeneration day is very important, um, and and that's a component that you know I've just learned over the years. Uh, you got to pay close attention to because uh, I know in my earlier years. In training camp, I've I've run a team. Uh, I want to say my second year or my first my first or second year uh, in Green Bay. I I over practiced the team and and it and it really showed up in the third preseason game. And I can I can remember it clearly. It was in Cincinnati and we were just and we were dead, you know. And so um, too much is is definitely something you got to be conscientious of, especially with this 17 game schedule. Well, I'm planning for for Oxnard. Uh, that, that's that's what the plan is. Um, so, uh, and, and you know everything, you know looks to that. So, I mean, we've been we've been meeting with the city officials, and so everything is lined up. So, I I don't have the official stamp to put on it, but um, you know I, I I went through this last year. You know, just with the unknown of you know a if there was going to be a training camp, and b where would it be? So. 
Um, I, I've I been fort I have a lot of practice at training. I got a bunch of training camp schedules. If anybody needs an extra one, so um, <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go wherever camp is this year. But we're definitely planning to go to California. We've been seeing Don Wilson uh, over the last couple of accesses that we've had. How, what's he been dealing with, and how's he doing? Uh, I'm sorry, Todd. The beginning of your question cut out. I didn't hear it. For... Uh, Don Wilson. Okay. We've seen him during the time we've been out here the last couple of times. I'm just wondering what he's been dealing. With. Yeah, he's he, he's doing well. Um, he, he you know he had a he had a slight injury. We're just being smart with him, um, but he looks great. Um, so uh, just obviously, I, I see him being an, an impact player for us on defense, but. Um, He's just one of the guys, as we referred to yesterday, just medically being smart. Nothing serious. What impressed you with Brent Urban this offseason, and what does his flexibility add to the defensive front? Uh, Brent's doing well. He's, um, you know, I, I love, I love his his personality. Uh, he's, he's almost, you know, the the big brother uh, in the room. Uh, I think him and. You know him. You know the, the veteran group in there. The new veteran group has has been you know a definite you know a change in the mix of the young guys. So I mean it's it's obviously the room probably has gone through the most change. But uh, very professional. Uh, love the way he works. Uh, is the same 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 guy every single day, and uh, he's just a great fit. I was you know before I came in here, I was watching the individual drills, uh, defensive individual drills with uh, Will McClay, and we, we were just commenting on. Just what a great signing, you know, he was for us. Just a great fit for us. So, um, I love I love what he's given us so far. When you're uh, looking at a guy like Urban to bring in, um, knowing that uh, you're losing a guy like Ty Tyrone Crawford, mm -hmm. was that part of the, the factor? Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I opened up with it you know, earlier this spring. I mean, we, we lost a lot of experience uh, from 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 our locker room. Fifty five years, I, if I recall, is, is the statistic. But and, and definitely, Tyrone was a big piece of that. So, um, yeah, I, I think when we went into free agency, that, that you know, you're obviously looking. You know, for you know, measurables and the physical component of it, but you know how they fit in each room was 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 something we we probably spent more time on talking through and and uh, Brent Brent is like I said, he's he's a he's an excellent fit for us. Micah Parsons talked yesterday about watching pass rush film with Demarcus Lawrence and Demarcus giving him some tips with plans to work more together. How key are connections like that to building your team? And have you seen any other examples that stand out with best mentoring rookies recently? Oh, definitely. I I I don't think you're going to have enough of it. I mean, if you you know, a big part of my job is. Uh, and just in the realm that I'm in right now is trying to get as many meetings as you can and, and different things. You know, we're trying different drills and, and, and practice. And, um, you know, my, my meter is, you know, what does it look like? Trying to make sure everything looks a certain way. And a, something that's stressed over and over again is the, is the veteran you know, participation with the young players. You know, it's, you know, our, our our team's only, you know, that, that's a key characteristic that I felt is because uh, you're always trying to bring the young group and the older group together. And uh, being being the head coach of a young team annually, uh, those young players play in the biggest games of the year. And, and that's what we're preparing for. We're preparing for these young players to be playing in, in those big games in November, December. Uh, that, that's been my personal experience. And it's a big part of my thought process. Uh, when I'm trying to design, you know, classroom environment, culture, you know, when you're speaking on those things and and you're promoting those things, and I, you know, I think our veteran group does an excellent job of it. But that, to me, that's part of our 
our, our teaching curriculum is what, what you know what's it look like and um, and because you know at the end of the day we're trying to develop a 90-man roster because when by taking that approach it obviously gives us the best 68-man um, you know roster you know when we go into it the 53 plus the practice squad so uh, but, but I think when, when I hear that it's refreshing you know I, I love it that when, when young players are talking openly about it because that's what you're looking for. And uh, it's a lot like, you know, it's a lot like raising your kids. I could, you know, tell my daughters over and over again what to do. And then, you know, as soon as someone else tells them it's the greatest idea ever. So I, mean, I think that's a little bit in coaching too. So I think it's great when the veteran players are definitely uh, helping the younger players. It, it only makes us better. Along that same line, and I'm sure, I mean, I guess it goes without saying, but how much of a difference can you tell this year as opposed to last, not just with your players, but your coaching staff, just being around each other and having a chance to kind of, you know, build that type of camaraderie that, that I assume you didn't have as much last year? I mean, re really, we're not even in the same space, you know, comparing last year to this year. Um, we, 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 we took accountability for, for not hitting the target virtually last year as a coaching staff. Um, you know, shake it any way you want. We, you know, we we, we were we were too we, we, we were we were too up and down as far as the understanding, the expectations, and so forth. So I thought our coaches knocked it out of the park uh, virtually this year, and, and you could see it in the understanding uh, when we're on the field. Uh, but I, I I spend most of my time comparing this year's off-season program to prior off-season programs when you when you have a full slate. And um, you know we're, we're we're doing a much better job. It's just it's just different. You know I, I think every every coach that's been in this league recognizes that. So you got to you know I love it. It, it. it continues to challenge yourself to be creative. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're testing our players a lot more. There's a lot more uh, you know daily feedback, weekly feedback to make sure we know where we are. I mean cross the hall type uh, methods are you know we're doing more and more. You know, with you know within the offense and defensive units, you know we haven't had the time. We'll get to that training camp to go across the hall with the offense and the defense and the coaches and so forth. But um, our, our learning environment is clearly, and it had to be. I mean, there's no choice better than it was this time last year, and I think it's clearly reflected on what we're getting done on the field. I mean, clearly the biggest change offensively is is really the the health of our of our players. Um, I, I think if you looked at what we tried to accomplish last year, you know, a lot of the concepts, uh, a, a lot of the things that we set out to do in the installation phase, we, we really never got to because because of injury. So um, it, it, there's a you know a part of it it was a reboot. Um, and then, you know, part of it was, you know, the, the trends and the concepts that uh, fit the things that we did do last year. We want to we want to always stay true to that so we can build off of past success. I, I've all, I'm a huge believer this league is a just a big cycle of, of common trends and, and successes. And you have to stay on the front of that both offensively and defensively. So, you know, we, we, we I thought Kellen and the staff did a great job of that. Um, but. Really, just having everybody out there has been the biggest change, and 
And, and, and as you saw yesterday, I mean, we still have guys that are not in, in the team period. So I think the, the development of depth on offense is the biggest development that I've seen um, because the quarterbacks are getting, you know, the, you know, besides Dak, the three other quarterbacks are getting all the teamwork. Uh, so, you know, that, that's great experience that they normally don't get. You know, the tackles are, are you know, are, are getting a lot of work, to, you know, because, you know, Elsie and, and, you know, they're not they're not in the team meetings. So, or excuse me, team periods. So I, I think our depth and, you know, is, is better on offense clearly than it was last year. But just the health of that unit is going to be, to me, is going to be the biggest upgrade. How valuable is that rookie school for you? I'm assuming that's the last time you're going to see your guys before you get to camp. You know, I, when I, when pretty much most of the things I do uh, are, are a reflection of my experience of coaching quarterbacks. Um, when I look at rookie school, I think it's kind of a wrap-up of the old quarterback school that, that um, I was part of in the, in, the early, in the early 90s where you had that extra time. And, and, and the point I'm making is that there's always – for a young player, there's always moments in in meetings, and even on the field where, you know, they really don't want to ask the question that you know because maybe the timing or, you know, they're they're totally not sure. And and I I just I know I had an experience and I can remember like it was yesterday. Matt Hasselbach was a young quarterback uh, in Green Bay, and um, I I was there his second year, and we were going through the same type of setting. And he goes, you know, can can you tell me? Like what does two jet protection mean? And that's like the most, you know, that's the common dropback protection in the West Coast. Because I never, you know, I'm in a room with Brett Favre and Doug Peterson. I, you know, I never wanted to ask what the, you know, what, like what does the two mean? You know, what does the th number three mean? What's the word jet mean? So, the point I'm making is, you know, it gives you that opportunity, whether it's schematics, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, mental conditioning. Uh, you know the emotional IQ enhancement that you know was an emphasis in, in some of our early meetings. It gives us a chance to go back with the rookies and say, okay, let's let, you know let's just talk us through. And and um, as I'm sitting here, I, I know there'll be some really good questions and dialogue next week uh, with those rookies because it'll give them a chance to you know just kind of go back and ask questions that they may have wanted to ask you know earlier or earlier you know in this offseason program. I mean, you know, I, I've never, and you learn this early in this in this business. I mean, injuries are part of the game, um, and, and injuries give other players opportunities, and so it's it's all about developing that whole that whole ninety man roster. So, obviously, we you know we had five, you know, five uh, or six receivers that um, you know have had some issues here during during this this phase, and you just continue to work through it. As we talked about earlier, it gives Tony Pollard more opportunity. To um, you know, get those kind of reps, and you know, as far as Amari, Amari, Amari has the ankle that uh, he's still he's, he's still working through. Uh, he won't he won't participate uh, the rest of the mini camp, and um, you know, I'm just I'm just hopeful he'll be ready for training camp. Randy, the guys who haven't done the team stuff for really much during the uh, OTAs and mini camp, when you get to Oxnard, do you anticipate those guys being ready to go, like like full like LC and Tyron and Amari and? 
Lauren? I mean, you know, I, I hope so. But I mean, we'll, we'll get into that when we get out there the first day. I mean, but you know, what goes on between now and then? I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that we have everybody out there because I mean, you know, that that's that's such an important time of year. And I'm you know, I'm looking forward to the to the setting and the, and the weather out there. But you know, it's still training camp. You know, we we need to we need as much. You know, you know, your padded work's limited. Um, you know, more than ever. Uh, so this will be the less padded practices. Uh, that I'll that I'll be a part of, so you know that 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 work is is valuable. So you know I'm, I'm hopeful that we have all those guys. Do you expect John Fossil back this week, and if not, do you expect him to be a part of the rookie school next week? Um, I, I I couldn't answer that. I mean, you know, really, my conversations with John are really for him to focus on on his family right now. So on the training camp schedule, when you go out there, will you return to camp after Canton? Will you return to California after Kansas for another week? I'll let, I'll let Rich give that schedule. Yeah, we, we haven't announced it yet. So, I mean, until they stamp it, you know, I've given you about as much as I can. Randy told us yesterday that he was pretty vocal with the coaching staff last year about wanting more playing time. What have you seen from him in the offseason that leads you to believe he will have and should have an expanded role? Well, I, I really like the flight that, that Randy's on. I mean, if you know, if you recall, um, you know, I think it was what the first six weeks, you know, we, we had him, you know, working on the opposite field with Britt and, you know, bringing him back. And, you know, we had him on a pitch count there for, for a while. Um, but, but based on pure performance, I mean, I, I, I don't know how you can even, you know, disagree with the fact that, yes, I mean, uh, uh, he, he better want to play more because I plan on playing him more. Uh, and I think the most important thing for him is is he's been here every day. I mean, he's he looks great, um, you know. Uh, but, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, I didn't know Randy this time last year. I mean, like I said, he, he missed the first, uh, I'm going to say it was the first six weeks of the season um, until we were able to get him, you know, into the practice structure so but he's doing great looks great and uh you know we're expecting big things from him talking about randy we talked about a lot of these injured guys what's been the importance level of what Rip brown does on the side with these guys on an individual level and what, what, what has been your takeaway of just that work that happens uh you know before guys are we ready to clear to step back on the practice field well, I'll say this about Brett. I mean, make no question about it. He he's great at what he does, and it's just uh, you know, if if you have a chance to watch him every day, um, you know, he has an old school discipline to him. Uh, but the connection that he has with with the players in our locker room is is, is unique. So uh, we we all have great you know trust in Brett and the whole training staff and in the way they you know they get these players what they need. Uh, to get back strong, so um, you know he's. I'm, I've been I've been very impressed with Brett, you know, since since I arrived here. So, uh, you know, I have great confidence, and we definitely got we definitely got our guys with the right working with the right guy. Do you think that having something of an influence on others in the rehab room? We've heard a couple guys talk about seeing Dak work, seeing Dak's progress, mm-hmm. motivated them to keep going. Even though he wasn't on the field, you know, for most much of last year, did you see his leadership in that respect kind of carry through into this coming season? Uh, I'll just say this: uh, Dak Prescott's leadership exudes through the whole football operation. I'm sure it goes far beyond that. But um, the everyday interaction with him is is so consistent, uh, so steady, 
and um, he's and he's he's just real. I mean, he's he's as real as a as a as a as a person that I've been fortunate enough to walk uh, to work with, and I've worked with a lot of great ones. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, he's he's the same in the in the training room. He's the same in the, obviously the locker room, the weight room, uh, the equipment room. You know, and everybody, you know, he has such a strong relationship with him. And it just speaks volumes about the way he goes about his, you know, his personal and his professional life. So, uh, you know, and, and I believe this. I mean, it's, you know, he, he, he reflects, he reflects exactly, I know what I'm looking for. And he definitely reflects what the Dallas Cowboys are looking for um, in their players, uh, in the people that, that represent this, this organization. And uh, you know, this is, in my view, this is his team. I mean, he's 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 the face of the locker room, and um, and he's the guy that I'm going to lean on the most. Mike, you've been here 18, 19 months now. Have you been able to experience Texas yet? Obviously, everything was on lockdown, and your family stayed in Wisconsin and things like that. I mean, are they coming down? Or you? I know you had the place across the street there. Like, where do things stand for you off the field and getting to know this area uh, after after taking the job and not having that opportunity? Well, it's a big city that I haven't experienced any of it yet. I'll, I'll say that, uh, but I'm looking forward to branching out outside of the the, um, the star area or the you know the star district here. But um, yeah, my family we actually move um, we actually move in the end of the month, so we're, we're excited about that. So and um, be able to get everybody down here at that point too. So yeah, we're we're, we're looking forward to June 30th is 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 a big day for us as a family. So. But no, I, I mean it's just you know just with the times and everything that we we've, we've been through, I, I pretty much have you know have kept it local to Frisco. So. I like Frisco. <laughs> love Frisco. No, I love no, I love Frisco. Um, so, now this is I mean North Texas is a great area. You know I I, I know we've talked we've talked. You know, I spent a lot of years in in Austin, so and and uh, I've, I've always had some friends up here in Dallas. So I've always loved the area. I just can't believe how fast it's growing up here, you know. And the housing market is awesome, especially this is a great time to buy a house. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Great time to sell a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Thanks, Mike. All right, have a good day. Thank you.